and welcome back to Maya's Reviews, a book podcast and blog. If you're new here, welcome and I hope you stick around. I promise I'll at least try to make it worth your time. Before getting started today, I have a couple announcements. So, um, if you haven't already, check out my previous episode, episode 13, I think, because this is 14, I don't keep track. <laughs> where I talked with Charles Vachter about his novel, The Twin Paradox, and its sequel, Divine Paradox. We had a really great conversation, so um, definitely check that out. Besides that, if you want to be a part of the Q&A episode that is upcoming, I'm thinking either late August, early September, then make sure you fill out the Google form in the description below. You don't have to have your name featured if you don't want to, but I'd really appreciate it if you ask some questions. And if you want to, instead, you can also send in a voice message to Anchor, which is the platform I use for my podcast. Um, and you can send that in and actually have your voice be on the episode. So that's really cool as well. And... This week, you know, we're, you're getting three episodes. After this, I think I'm going to go back to one episode a week because I have a lot of books to review. <laughs> and a lot of them are longer books, so it takes me longer amounts of time to read them. Um, reviewing them isn't too horrible, but, you know, it takes me a little bit to read 500-page books. Um, a pretty slow reader, so um, I'm gonna go back after this week to two, I'm still gonna have two reviews a week. I'm planning through the beginning of September, but then I'll, but next week I will be going back to one episode a week, but you're still gonna get content either way, so Tomorrow, I'm going to be reviewing Felix Ever After by Casey Callender, so keep your eye out for that. And today, I'm actually going to be reviewing a series, a duology. I don't know if I said that right. <laughs> I'm horrible at pronouncing words, let's be honest. It's a wonder any of you can understand me, but <laughs> today, I'm actually going to be reviewing the entire two novels in the Silver Tree series by Marianne Drebus. So, the two novels, The Patient from Silvery, Silvery, <laughs> The Patient from Silver Tree and The Scientist's Daughter, the first and second novels in the Silver Tree series, I am going to be discussing today. So, I'll let you know when I start reviewing the second novel, just in case you don't want to hear any spoilers, because I don't think I'm in including spoilers, but I guess I kind of am because, you know, it's the second novel. So, if you hear barking, that's my dog throwing a fit because the mail's getting delivered. She barks at everything, so Poppy's, Poppy's weird. She's a weird dog, but I love her, so. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I'm going to re be reviewing both of those novels today because they are a little bit of a shorter reviews, so I wanted to make sure I had, you know, a good size episode for you guys today, and so I thought, why not combine the two reviews into one? So, 
I'll probably do the same format as I do with all of my other ones. I'm just going to let you know, you know, now I'm reviewing The Scientist's Daughter instead of Patient from Silver Tree. So I'll just let you know. But, yeah. So, yeah, today I'm going to be reviewing the Silver Tree series. And for everyone who's stuck around so far, thank you so much. I um, I'm so close to 500 followers on my blog, which is crazy to me. And I hit 200 likes on my blog as well. So thank you so much, everyone who has stuck around this far. I, I really, really appreciate it. It means so much to me because when I started this blog um, back in, what is it, like May 2020, I was sitting there and it was the pandemic and I was bored and I was like, I can't buy any books because COVID and I don't want to have COVID come into my house because I'm paranoid like that. And... <laughs> So I wasn't ordering any books. I'm like, how can I read new books? All of my books are like from the library in middle school when they gave them all away. Like, I don't have any books that I'm actually very interested in. So then I started my blog and it's just, it's been a journey. It's been interesting. <laughs> Up until like a few months ago, I didn't really have my crap together. So, <laughs> but you know, thank you everyone who's stuck around this long. I mean, that's amazing that you guys actually like my content. It, it, it still has in process and it's been a year and a half. So just thank you everyone so much for sticking around. And you know, I'll stop babbling now. So <laughs> onto the review. started, I do want to thank Marion Trevis for sending me both a copy of The Patient from Silver Tree and a copy of The Scientist's Daughter. Um, you know, thank you so, so much because this is an amazing series. And just a little bit of a content warning. Death, murder, a mention of suicide, violence, and kidnapping, and mentions of kidnapping are all present in the novels. If you don't want to read about that, and, you know, that's not something that you want to hear about, then maybe this series isn't for you. But other than that, it's a really amazing series, so I hope you stick around. Starting with The Patient from Silver Tree, I rated the novel 4.5 out of 5 stars overall. The plot and writing, I rated 5 out of 5 stars. The setting, characters, and mem memorability were 4 out of 5 stars. So... Like I said earlier, Marion Drebus reached out to me, and I'm so glad that she did. Um, I've always loved mystery novels, and The Patient from Silver Tree was a really well-written one, and it involved other elements besides just pure mystery. I mean, there was romance in there, kind of coming of age. It was really amazing, and, you know, the sequel was equally as amazing as well, so... The Patient from Silver Tree was published by Marian Drebus on July 31st, 2020, and it is 275 pages long. Like I said, it's a romantic contemporary mystery novel, and I'd say it's young adult. Um, and maybe even middle grade. It's a really nice novel for just any mystery lover. And the book's description... 
Lisa is a 16-year-old girl who lives in Silvertree, a town where an illegal medical experiment was conducted many years ago by a man named Peterson. Lisa's parents are drifting apart. Her father works long hours as a doctor, and her mother is stuck in the past. A dying woman arrives at Lisa's house and demands to be treated with the drug Peterson invented. Lisa expects her father to refuse, but he agrees, and Lisa's whole world whole life is turned upside down when an inquisitive stranger appears in silver tree and starts asking questions lisa realizes her family is in danger desperate to protect her father she finds herself keeping secrets from everyone except the boy of her dreams but can he be trusted so the patient from silver tree follows the story of lisa and josh two teenagers from different families who are brought together by a frightening circumstance Josh's mother comes to Lisa's father with a predicament, one that endangers them all. Lisa and Josh are your ordinary teenagers with imperfect families that seem to fall apart before their eyes. They were well-written and very realistic, which I absolutely loved. Too often, an author will write a stereotypical teenager, but the problem with this is that it is just not realistic to how teens actually are. However, I did not have this problem with the patient from Silvertree. At first, I did find it very hard to keep track of who the characters were, as many of them had similar names, um, and a lot of them were similar to each other. There were a lot of parallels between the two families, but this seems to be typical for mystery novels for whatever reason. I mean, and then there were none by Agatha Christie, or I guess Westing Game is a mystery novel, but, um, you know, there's so many characters <laughs> because you gotta have all those red herrings. But it did become easier as I became better acquainted to the characters to separate them from each other. And Marianne Drebus's writing style is very simplistic. However, this does allow the reader to better focus on the story and the plot. Everything is perfectly described, but I found that the characters didn't have solid descriptions of how they looked. Normally, this would be a problem for me, but I actually did enjoy this because it let my imagination do the work for me. Um, so it was kind of like I had my own little part in the story, and it was nice to read. Um, and then Lisa and her family live in the small Oceanside town of Silvertree. Um, and then although the setting isn't really important to the story, it's not clear when this novel takes place. It sounds like it's modern times because it is a contemporary novel. So I'd say like around 2020, maybe not 2020 because it's, you know, but um, definitely more. Re it's not like the 1800s, it's <laughs> more recent. Um, and then the plot of The Patient from Silver Tree is absolutely spectacular and stunning. I mean, Marion Drebus has created a unique and intriguing mystery that made me keep turning the pages. Within the first few pages, actually, a huge problem is presented, and from there it just gets even crazier. It's pretty fairly paced, and it eventually picks up speed and becomes very fast-paced. Um, the novel, yeah, so I never felt bored at any time. I was constantly wondering where it was going to take me. And so, yeah, the novel was just really amazing, and it was a perfect start to the series. It really drew me in. So, that is the end of my review of The Patient from Silvertree, but now, let's get started on The Scientist's Daughter.
thank you so much, Marion Drebus, for providing me with an arc of this novel in exchange for an honest review. Um, and similar to the first novel, The Patient from Silver Tree, death, murder, mentions of suicide, violence, kidnapping, and mentions of kidnapping are all present. Um, and also, this is the second novel in the duology, so if you do not want any spoilers, I don't think I'm really gonna, you know, throw big ones out there, but if you don't want any spoilers and you're, like, currently reading the first novel, then maybe don't listen to this second half of the, <laughs> of the episode. Like I said earlier, I love the first novel in the series, so I was ecstatic when Marion Drebus reached out to me about reviewing The Scientist's Daughter. It's a fantastic sequel, and it left me satisfied and in awe at the end of the story. The novel is a perfect concoction of murder... Murder? <laughs> Mystery? Uh, wow. You guys, um... It was, it was an amazing murder mo Ooh. I literally cannot talk today. It's fine. Um, this is great. I'm, re <laughs> I'm recording three episodes in one day. So, um, if I can talk for the next two, this is why. Jeez, a murder novel. <laughs> this novel is the perfect mixture of mystery, danger, and adventure, but also happiness. I'm so glad to have been able to read this series, and it's definitely one of my favorite mystery series, so. The Scientist's Daughter was published by Mary Andrebus on January 10th, 2021, and it is 228 pages long. And like its previous novel, it is a mystery contemporary romance novel, so a really nice collision of novels, or <laughs> genres. Oops. And the book's description, so this is, you know, further in the future from the first novel. Obviously, that's how books work. 20-year-old Lisa is basically satisfied with her life. She has started college and met a new boyfriend. When she goes home for the holidays, though, she receives ominous news. Graham, the murder... <laughs> what is with me and murder today? Oh my gosh. I, I see M and I'm like, oh my gosh, murder. Jeez. Oh my gosh. Okay, you know... Okay. <laughs> when she goes home for the holidays, she receives ominous news. Graham, the man who destroyed Lisa's family, has resurfaced in Silver Tree. Lisa's resolution to put the past behind her begins to crumble when a murder and a kidnapping show her she isn't Graham's only victim. Lisa has enough information to ruin Graham. See, okay, if I'm pronouncing Graham wrong, I don't know if it's Graham or Graham or whatever, but I'm gonna Graham. Anyways, Lisa has enough information to ruin Graham, but even if he's apprehended, she knows the true criminal mastermind will still be at large. Terrified of being caught up in a brutal vendetta that has already claimed multiple lives, Lisa must choose between listening to her conscience and surrendering to her fear. Will she have the courage to speak up? So... Unlike the first novel, which was more, you know, kind of survival, basically, this one's more about, you know, self-trust and self-forgiveness. And as with the previous novel, the scientist's daughter follows the story of Lisa and Josh, who now have grown apart as the years have passed. Sad, I know. The story also features the infamous Graham and the absolute jerks that he works with, and both Lisa and Josh's families. I was very glad to see that the character's characteristics and trait did not 
traits did not change drastically from the patient from Silver Tree to the scientist's daughter. Um, I've always had, like, this issue when characters completely change from who they're supposed to be from the first to second novel. I mean, it's realistic that over the course of years, you know, you're going to change. But for me, it's always, like, drastic changes that are just, like, wow, okay. But, you know, I didn't have that issue with the series, so... And then, as always, Drebus's writing is fantastic and perfectly fits the feel of the novel. It's descriptive, but not too overbearing, and it allowed me to visualize everything that was occurring within the story and made the novel even more immersive. And the book takes place again at Silvertree, because it is the Silvertree series. <laughs> and though there are multiple different locations within Silvertree that are frequently mentioned, one of which is Lisa's house, which always seems to have at least one crazy event take place. I mean, whose house isn't constantly in a state of chaos? Mine, all the time. Um, especially with my dog, who's, like, bonkers, but that's besides the point. Um, and like the first novel, the plot of this novel was amazing, but with the scientist's daughter, it was absolutely bonkers, but in a very good way. Did I not, wait a second, <laughs> did I not do my statistics, the quick, okay, well, whatever, overall, I rated Scientist's Daughter 5 out of 5 stars, and plot setting characters, writing, and memorability were all 5 out of 5, so if I didn't do that at the beginning, I did it now, but the constant but well-executed twists and turns in this novel made it a mystery like no other. Carrying over from the first novel, Lisa and Josh and their families are in constant peril due to the mistakes of Josh's grandfather, Richard, which he made years ago. This danger hangs over their heads, but also changes the bonds between the families and the couples involved in the process. So, I genuinely really enjoyed The Scientist's Daughter, and I'm so glad that I was given the opportunity to read the series. I highly recommend the Silver Tree series if you are a fan of the mystery genre, but also enjoy some romance mixed within and a contemporary one at that. So, yeah, I just, I really, really enjoyed um, this series, and it was truly amazing. It was the perfect mix, not of murder, but of mystery and, a, you know, romance, and um, it was, it was really just perfect, and like I said, this is a young adult, I believe, series, so perfect for, you know, that age group. And I think that is the end of my review of the Silver Tree series, which includes the patient from Silver Tree and the scientist's daughter. There's also a prequel out, but I haven't read that yet. Um, I'm intending to because, you know, Marion Dreebus is one of my favorite authors, so. <laughs> and, but I hope you enjoyed this review. It's a little bit different because it is a combo of two books and two reviews that I did, but, um, and also I couldn't talk the entire time, so. <laughs> but if you did enjoy this episode, please check out my blog, Maya's Reviews, at mayagreviews.wordpress.com. You can also find me at My the Bookworm on Twitter, Goodreads, TikTok, BookBub, and Book Sirens. I'm also on Tumblr at My Reviews. If you want me to review your book or even just want to reach out to me, you can email me at mayagbookreviews at gmail.com. 
I do ask that if you are reaching out in regards to a review request, author chat, interview, blog tour, collaboration, anything of the sort, anything business related, that you check out my review policy and publicity requests on my blog first and then email me. Thank you so much for listening and happy reading.